You are listening to the Blessed Sacrament Roman Catholic Parish Podcast. We are disciples in mission who know God, love God, and serve God. Our God is good. And all the time. Two Sundays ago, the Lord told us to strive to enter through the narrow gate. And being narrow, it involves not only great effort, but also bending low. Last Sunday, Jesus taught us about the necessity of the virtue of humility. But one thing is more needed. The narrow gate will not allow us to bring in any extra baggage. So today, the Lord tells us Unless you renounce all your possessions, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. And to make sure we are admitted, we have to show the distinctive sign of membership, namely the cross. And so today, Jesus tells us emphatically, whoever does not carry his or her own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. And so being a Christian involves two basic movements. There is always the coming, and the going. And at all times, Jesus invites us, come to me. In other places, he says, come, follow me. And after following him, he sends us out on a mission. Go into the world and proclaim the good news. So in both movements, our reply should always be yes. Yes, so that God's plan will be realized in our lives. And as always, it is God that initiates the call. But we will always have the last word. Yes, it's a word that is so easy to pronounce. But in the gospel today, Jesus advises us against being too hasty in our commitment, in our response. He wants us to be able to examine the implication of the yes we give him. It would be totally embarrassing if we quickly say yes now and later on change our minds. 
And this is why Jesus gave the two parables about prudence and foresight. In one place he writes, a man planning to build a tower must first calculate carefully if he has enough money and resources to finish the project. The next parable he says, the king marching forward to wage battle, to wage battle with another king must also make sure he has enough men to win the battle. Yes, this is all about careful planning, about foresight, and about prudence. In both cases, careful study, planning, and preparation are essentially needed. We must beforehand have an honest assessment of our capacity and willingness to pay the cost of discipleship. In the first place, to say yes to Jesus means deliberately putting Jesus as the center and the top priority of our lives. And this is what the Lord meant when he said, if anyone comes to me without hating his father or mother, wife, children, brothers and sisters, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. The hardest part in the gospel is Jesus' startling language that seems very harsh at first. For example, talking about hating and the need to give up all possessions. Jesus seems to be using extreme concepts and language to catch our attention and get us emotionally involved. If anyone comes to me without hating his father, his mother, wife, children, brothers and sisters, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. How are we to understand this? Is Jesus really telling us that to be his disciples, we must be haters? So in one breath, Jesus urges us to honor and respect our parents and talks about the primacy of love as sine qua non for entry into the kingdom of heaven. And in yet another breath, he urges us and says, unless we hate your parents, your wife, brothers and sisters, family, even your own life, you cannot be my disciple. So how do we now reconcile these contradictory statements? So we may want to say, what? That sounds difficult and harsh. How could Jesus speak to us in this manner? Well, dear friends, let us try to put the puzzle together. 
When Jesus tells us to hate our nearest and dearest, he does not mean that literally. He means that no love in this life can compare with the love we must bear to him. No love in this life can compare with the love we must bear to him. Jesus is saying that in comparison to our love for him, all other love must be inferior. We must love him over and above all the lovable things in the world. Of course, father, mother, children, brothers and sisters, yes, even self, all lovable as they are. Therefore, in regard to being disciples of Jesus, a choice has to be made. Jesus must therefore be the absolute center of our lives, and there can be no compromise, no half measures. We are either with him or against him. Bishop Barron has an interesting perspective on this gospel. And he says, Jesus calls forth from us a choice. The way no other figure or spiritual teacher does. When Jesus says, hate your mother, brothers and sisters, he is saying to us, in the measure that mother Father, children, brothers, and sisters have become in our lives the supreme good. That's a nightmare. That's a problem. That's a huge stumbling block. And he continues. Now mother, father, children, brothers, and sisters are all lovable. Sure, of course. But in the measure that they have become the central love and preoccupation of our lives, that's indeed a nightmare. And in that measure, they should be hated. If they are playing that role in our lives, we have to break with them. Very hard teaching. So St. Augustine says, love God and then love everything else for the sake of God. And someone commented, and I totally agree, our love of others must be a subset of our love for God. So the love we have for our brothers and sisters, for our parents, for our wives, for those around us, can only stem or spring forth from the love that we have for God. So the love we are able to demonstrate for one another stems indeed from the kind of love that we have for God. So the love we have for one another becomes just a subset of the kind of love that we have for our God. And so, dear friends, discipleship becomes or requires putting Jesus over and above our family, our job, 
our money, career, and yes, even our lives. As Christians, are we willing to hate our loved ones who obstruct us from attaining the trophy of eternal glory that Jesus offers? Secondly, following Jesus requires that we bear our cross patiently. The cross is the key that opens the narrow door to the kingdom of God. Nowadays, many people reject the cross. They want to follow Jesus, but without the cross. They abhor sacrifice and sufferings and would rather run after money, comfort, and luxury. When big profit is before our eyes, will the virtue of honesty still be appealing to us? As the saying goes, when money talks, the truth is silent. And finally, following Jesus demands total freedom from the things of the world. And so life is a long and arduous journey to our eternal home, carrying humongous loads on the road will surely slow us down and distract us from our goal. And that is why Jesus insisted, unless you renounce all your possessions, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. But the question therefore becomes, is it possible for us to let go of the things we hold so dear, things that we acquire through honest sweat and toil? It is never easy. And that is why our cabinets, our wardrobes are filled up with lots of stuff we truly do not need. And yet, we are unwilling to let go because we are emotionally attached to them. Our yes to Jesus ultimately means that we must be willing to pay the price of following him, even at the cost of our lives. And I end with a song that speaks about the cost of discipleship. It's not an easy road. We are traveling to heaven for many other thorns on the way. It's not an easy road. But the Savior is with us. His presence gives us joy every day. No, 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 no. It's not an easy road. No, no, it's not an easy road. But Jesus walks beside me and brightens the journey and lightens every heavy load. Yes, yes. with Jesus working with us, it makes all the difference.
Thank you for listening to the Blessed Sacrament Roman Catholic Parish podcast. We are disciples in mission who know God, love God, and serve God.